Surgeons keep our hearts beating. They do the amazing, help save lives, and so can you. Your CSL Plasma donation can help create 24 critical life-saving medicines that can give Grandpa the chance for his heart to swell when he meets his new grandson or give a bride the chance for her heart to skip a beat on her wedding day. Every plasma donation helps more than you know. Do the amazing. Help save lives. Donate today at your local CSL Plasma Center and be rewarded for your generosity. Welcome to Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow with your host, In Sung Kim. Sponsored by Hope in Mission, LLC. To connect with the show, go to insungkim.org. That's I-N-S-E-O-N-G-K-I-M dot O-R-G. Or listen to InSung on OnePlace.com. And now it's time for Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow with your host, InSung Kim. Hello, InSung Kim from Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow. Wow, 2021's. And behind now, we are in 2023. Every new year, we uh, have that new year resolution. We are trying to plan the uh, new uh, year's plan and trying to commit it and have a goal. Uh, But nowadays, it is so difficult to plan and predict for our tomorrow. So... That's why we're doing our program to understand more what's happening in politics and science and religion and theology and Christianity are not separable, inseparable in our time. And so our program called Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow uh, to learn together and have journey together, understand our history and understand what's happening today and uh, learn about what can happen near future. Uh, it is in front of us. We're living a very interesting time. So keep up with all the information that we are getting. As, uh, it's become a work, and uh, we can always go back to principle that with the words of God can lead us and strengthen us. And I want to start with our program, Psalm 233. Uh, it's always start a new year with the Bible, especially Psalm. It's give us such a joy to uh, connect, to reconnect with God and words of God to encourage us to start the new year. And it said, sing for joy in the Lord, O you righteous ones. Praise is becoming to the upright. Give thanks to the Lord with the lyre. And sing praises to him with the harp of ten strings. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully with a shout of joy. For the word of the Lord is upright, and all his work is done in faithfulness. He loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of loving kindness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and by the breath of his mouth, all their host. He gathers the waters of the sea together as a hip. He lays up the deeps 
in the storehouses. Let the earth fear the Lord, let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. The Lord nullifies the counsel of the nations. He frustrates the plans of the people. The counsel of the Lord stands forever. The plans his heart from generation to generation. And blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. The people whom he has chosen for his own inheritance. The Lord looks from heaven. He sees all the sons of men from his dwelling place. He looked out on all the inhabitants of the earth and he who fashions the heart of them all. He who understands all their works. The kings is not saved by a mighty army. The warrior is not delivered by the great strength. The horse, a horse is a false hope for victory nor does it deliver anyone by its great strength. Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, on those who hope for his loving kindness, to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield, for our heart rejoices in him, because he tr- we trust in his holy name. Let your loving kindness, O Lord, be upon us, according as we have hoped in you. So this is a great song to start a new year, and it's very encouraging. Today I want to focus on two verses, sing to him with a new song, and play skillfully with a shout of joy. And then verse 6, by the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and by the breath of his mouth, all their host. Those two powerful verses that we want to dive into. Because since we're facing a new year, 2023, this new song is resonate in my heart. What is new? What is new? Uh, in a Holman Illustrated Bible Dictionary, described new as this way. New, different from the one of the same which existed before, made fresh. Scripture expresses God's concern for persons and larger creation in the broad categories of the new and new relationship. And then the Scripture talks about a lot about the word new. What is new? And it's explained from the Genesis to Revelation. It's clearly about the human history and also God's history. God created this new plan for us. What is that new plan? And God's new act of scripture often calls to mind past acts as such as creation, Exodus that reveals God's care for God's world and people. That's what dictionary continue to explain about this new. Though rooted in the God's act in history, biblical faith does not relegate God to the distant past, time, and again, writers of scripture called God's people 
to anticipate God's new intervention in their lives. God's new intervention in their lives. Remember all the throughout the history on the scripture, it's somehow human, and especially particularly Israelite chosen people, particularly just fall into this sin, actually participating with the religion all around them, departing from God. Every time they happen, God starts the new things, new things. And eventually, the most important part of the new thing is, like here, um, in the Exodus, that was the new thing that God created. It's, but it's still a symbol. And it, it dictionary still explains, quote, like this, God again acted a new way in Jesus Christ, who offered a new teaching with authority, Mark one twenty seven, and whose ministry could be compared to new wine, bursting old expectation of God's involvement involvement in human salvation and Mark two twenty two. So it is good to plan all the good uh, food that we eat and exercise and uh, lose weight. All of that is great plan for this new year. But the most of important part of of this facing twenty twenty three is understanding scripture, that what is new thing God started, that many of us still in the old life, old teaching, even though a lot of Christian, even myself, sometimes I find myself in the still old way. The new way that God teaches us is the beautiful of the God is in charge of everything that we are not. And t- giving the burden to God is a tremendous a blessing too for all of us. And what Jesus has done is understanding what Jesus has done is never ending, never old story. It's always new messages for ev- for everyone. And remind ourselves is what He has done in a new way is. Always remind, reminder of us to live a different life every single day. A lot of um, stress that in, in we experience and a lot of burden that we experience that can come from not implementing the teachings of Jesus. And uh, this new term, like term of new, that always the eschatological, uh, eschatological aspect of it too, and it's very interesting. We're living a very interesting time. That, as we all know, that the technology has never been advanced as much as today. So the anchor, the Yale Bible Dictionary, explain about the eschatological aspect of the new is predominant, and. Apocalyptic scenario of the book of Revelation, which is speak of new heavens and new earth. So this new concept of new that human is so long for, why is that? Because we have death. Every single human being experienced death. And then many of us in a lifetime, we experience suffering, illness, 
Uh, that's something that we cannot control over. And we would like to overcome all the hardship as much as we can. But still, 21st century, we still experience illness, disease, uh, all kinds of uh, suffering that still exist. And the new way that human want to develop is that, as we all hear about, is the new human that don't have disease, don't have illness, the perfect body, and live forever. That's our yearning to have um, in the near future. And it's upfront and in our news or information and everywhere. So interesting book that I've encountered is 2085 by John Knox, John C. Knox, uh, Lennox, I'm sorry, Lennox. And he uh, wrote this book for uh, for young generation. I love that um, dedicate, this book is dedicated to, he said, to all grandchildren, including my own, 10. Uh, and then he lists all the names. And said, and in the hope that it will help them to face the challenges of the AI-dominated world. So basically, this mathematician and philosopher, John Lennox, wrote this book because he sees what is coming, what is happening today, and what is coming in the near future. So he studied it and trying to explain to the younger generation what to expect. And uh, the Amazon explained about this book. It said, will technology change what it means to be a human? And you don't have to be a computer scientist to have a concerning conversation about artificial intelligence and technology. We all wonder where we are headed. Even now, technological innovation and machine learning have a daily impact on our lives. And many of us see good reasons to dread the future. Are we doomed to surveillance society imagined the Google or dwells 1984? Question mark. And it goes on said, mathematician, philosopher John Lennox believes that there are credible answers to the daunting questions that AI poses. And he knows that Christianity has some very serious, sensible, evidence-based responses about the nature of our quest for super intelligence. Uh, that's what he's wrote about this book. It's very a good book, 2084, Artificial Intelligence and the Future Humanity. And I highly encourage our audiences to get this book and read and study. And it's very summarized very well and with a biblical knowledge about what we are facing in the new world. So new, what is new uh, one side of new is God wrote on a revelation that true new heaven and earth is coming. At the same time, humans are creating this new world that with a, this artificial intelligence. And there will be a two world will be divided. And that's what we see in the, our time. It's moving pretty fast. And so this new world is totally deny God, 
its creation and want to be a creator, basically, with the creating this new world. And second verse that we were going to talk about after the new is verse 6, By the word of the Lord the heavens were made, and by the breath of his mouth all their host. That's what a biblical knowledge about creation, that's how we view the worldview. And also in, in the John Lennox, on 2084, he wrote this way, In the beginning was the Word, and the word, word was God. All things were made through him in John, verse 1 and 3. It is perfectly rational to say, as Francis Collins did at the announcement of the completion of the Human Genome Project under his direction that DNA is God's language. So he viewed that our DNA is God's language. And by this new generation learning about the coding and the power of coding that we experience, uh, you can open the garage door from the long distance by just coding. The power is there. And we don't comprehend uh, that how much Word of God has that power. And we just think that we're just having this beginning of using this coding to move things, and we're fascinated by it. But we don't consider uh, that in creation that God created this universe with amazing superpower that created this universe. And so this new world of world old is continued to uh, develop and advanced and we'll see in front of our eyes. And, and it's sometimes some Christian will concern about these changes. And many will follow or consume by these changes. Uh, on his book, he said, Dan Brown's purported resolution of our first big question uses mathematical modeling and an AI system working on the immense database of information to make a prediction about the evolution of the mixture of chemical in the past. It is not hard, therefore, to guess how he will approach the second big question. This is a book in, uh, inside of 2004. He proceeds his time, this time, to apply similar methodology to uh, extrapolate, um, extrapolate and s simulation of the human evolution into the future. The result that is revealed at the end of the book is that his AI system working on another immense database consisting in the main of the information gleaned from past information about the bone fragments and changing the environment over time shows that eventual development of a new species. Yes, new species. And he goes on said, rather than species in a more exact taxonomy, we should say a new kingdom, that instead of the branching as the usual 
or from the existing species is a fusion of two species, human and AI. Yeah, we call it BMI. <laughs> it's already under experiment with the monkeys and all of that that we public already know. And he calls this new kingdom technium, technium, T-E-C-H-N-I-U-M, quoted, technium. This is a new kingdom. So there is a new kingdom that God is talking about, new kingdom and new earth. And then there is a new kingdom, technium, that we're pursuing. And the book goes on said, it is a non-living species, by which is presumably means a non-biological species, although that is hard to square with his notion that it is a fusion of human biological life with the technology. His pro- uh, projection shows that it eventually replaced the human race by 2050, 2050. And it does not so by uh, absorption. One is attempt to think that this is no more than entertaining science fiction. Indeed, it may turn out to be just that. Yet, it is only fair to say that not everyone is prepared to say it is a science fiction. So this is what we are encountering in our time, uh, that we should not fear about it, of changes, but we have to strengthen our faith, that have a clear mind, that human coding can change the little things around us. If we cannot dismiss the power of God's creation, that created by the words of God. So deeper we study about the words of God, it's clearer that we can think our mind and have a clear view about what is happening in our time. When we read the newspaper, when we listen in the media, in all the policy changes. So like I said in the beginning, politics, science, religion, and theology in Christianity are not separable, inseparable in our time. And we cannot just stay in the, in the corner and fear about this, what's happening, but we rather study and busy about equipping our children and grandchildren. Like he wrote this book, 2084, we should be able to equip our younger generation uh, to how to navigate this new world that's coming without losing faith. A new generation is prepared to take accept of all the thing is in the phone, the, all the informations, but they don't have um, clear teaching of algorithms to understand about the new world of its coming. And that's what we have to still study as a parent study about it, have a conversation of dialogue about what they are experiencing, what they're encountering, what kind of book to introduce to them and guide them to prepare their mind. And especially 
not to lose their mind, not to lose their heart, heart, and not to lose their love. And uh, the language of love that they can understand and they can connect with our parents that who love God and they can sense the God, the love of God. And that's how they look for the God to meet. So New Year's 2023, we don't know what can happen on 23, but we'll prepare our heart to be strong and stay uh, stand strong in the Lord and share the love of God to each other. Thank you for listening. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow, we'll be back next week. Thank you.